This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me once again, Ray, the podcaster. What's going on, Casey? Hey, not much, Ray. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm living the dream. <laughs> living the dream? Living the dream. It <laughs> might be, you know, Freddy, but we're living the dream. <laughs> well, as you can tell, I'm finally home after a nine-day run on the road. Back from, I uh, started in L.A. and ended up in Tacoma, Washington, and uh, back home now after nine days. And uh, I have to head back there again on Monday. So we're going to knock a couple shows out here before I head back out on the road. And uh, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to uh, ask you one thing. Uh, When can I stop saying um, and joining me once again, Ray, the podcaster, when can I when can I start saying, as always, Ray, the podcaster? Uh, if you want my last name, that ain't going to fucking happen. You can just refer to me as Ray. That's fine. No, no, I don't care. Ray, the podcaster is a great name. I just want to know, you know, it kind of, it kind of pisses me off because after I thought about it, cause I, I, my original page was Ray, the podcaster. And then I was like, fuck, that's the, that's as shitty as Cedric, the entertainer. What a fucking shitty name I picked. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen anybody else doing it, so I just was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, no, I like the Ray the Podcaster. <laughs> I just, I'm, I need to, I need to know when I can start saying, joining me as always, Ray the Podcaster, instead of I've been, I've been saying, oh, oh fuck, uh, you could, you could do that next week. That's fine. All right. Cause I've yeah, been I'm fine saying, with that. Joining me once again. Like you're just like a special yeah, yeah, like I'm some dude who just fucking shows up out of nowhere. Like I'm fucking dark man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you can just be like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, he's back again. Fuck it. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> Won't go the fuck away. He's still here. Do you remember before we get into our plugs <laughs> and and the show, do you remember the roast of uh Larry the cable guy? <laughs> yeah. They were like the one guy was like, "What happened to John the comedian?" <laughs> His real name's not even Larry. No, it's not. He's it's not even from the South, dude. He's from like fucking New England or something. He's from like like up north. It's crazy. So great. So great. All right, <laughs> let's do the plugs, let's Casey. Our plugs. We are a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Find all the other great shows over at DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. And the podcast of the month this month is The Return of the Living Flet. Check Kyle out over on YouTube. Uh, He does a lot of horror shows, horror watch-alongs, unboxings, uh, trailer reviews, movie, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Let's see. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at DeluxeEditionPod. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod or join our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to get any t-shirts, we have t-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net 
slash collection slash deluxe dash edition. And we also have uh, deluxe edition network shows uh, shirts over there too, along with uh, our podcast shirts. Yeah. So, Ray. Are you going to ask me to do fucking uh, stupid shit where I promote stuff again? Is that what you're going to tell me? Yeah, plug yourself, man. Okay. Look. Look, my friends. I'm not going to promote my own podcast today. I, I hate doing that because I got, I got one. You can go find it. It's easy to find. But what I do want to say is Deluxe Edition needs your help. We need you to make comments. We need you to like posts. And above all, I need you to write a letter to someone out of the phone book about us. Just pick a random name, put a stamp on that envelope, and say, like, uh, Deluxe Edition Podcast is amazing, and just put it in the mailbox. Because if all you guys do that, then a new person can find us. I mean, it's that simple. Or you could just go to work and tell somebody. It's, you know, either way. I don't care. Yeah. Just just share the show with just, someone. Just just help us share the show. Like, review, rate, all the major, you know, things. It really does make a difference. Yeah. And uh, you know how I've been plugging the show randomly, right? Well, I, I like to I go also... to the grocery store and just yell it at people. Deluxe edition. Like, oh, you like lettuce? You know what you'd fucking like? The Deluxe Edition Network and the Deluxe Edition Podcast. And they're like, I just want to buy fucking lettuce, dude. And then I just follow them through the store the whole time, like just yelling at them until security comes. And then I tell them about the show as I'm being escorted out of the fucking uh, grocery store. Well, I don't recommend that. (laughs) I do. I have been, uh, occasionally I will sell some of my things on eBay. Like what? Write, like, what do you sell? Uh, like I had some old wrestling stuff that I sold. Like, mm, uh, I had like a, socks, like dirty no, socks, uh, pillowcases and a uh, sheet like, a, a from the eighties, like a vintage oh, nice. WWF, uh, bed, bed sheet. Uh, hmm. what else did I sell? I sold some evil Knievel stuff. Ooh, fancy. Right? So, like uh, some some of those pop figures, you know, like these pop figures, like these. Yeah, sold hmm. some of those, um, and they're all pop culture items for the yeah. most part. So what I'll do <laughs> is I'll I'll hand write a note, and I'll put it in the box, and I'll say, "Hey, thanks for thanks for your purchase. I really appreciate it. If you really like pop culture." You should come check out my podcast, Deluxe hmm. Edition, and I I have a sticker that like has a scan code on it. I'll put that yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. and then I also I also give them. Uh, I have these buttons also that say Deluxe Edition, and I'll throw one hmm. of those in there. So, you know what? You yeah. gotta send me some of those things because I'll go to the library and I'll put those fucking things in every eighties, nineties movie in the fucking library. Oh hell yeah! And then people open up their movies and they'll be like, oh, I'm gonna watch the Goonies." the fuck is this our barcode thing and then they scan it and it's us boom magic yeah hopefully yeah so if you because i can't i can't draw the barcode it's too difficult right yeah send me some yeah send me some shit man i love going to the library 
If you have purchased something from me on eBay and you are now a listener, reach out to us. I'd like to. I'd love to know. Yeah. Um, right. Before we get into your news segment, mm-hmm. you know what I like about the, this show, the the, um, the rebranding of this show, uh, that you now have two idiots doing it. Is that what you like? Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you <laughs> stories about my life other than, you know, <laughs> pop culture items, and you won't say, this is off topic. Oh, People yeah. People don't yeah. want to hear me. Yeah, I'm not People a. don't want to hear about your life. Yeah, I'm not a big, uh, hey, stay on topic guy. Because I know yeah. I get off the fucking rails all the time. And yeah. then sometimes you actually forget where the fuck you were starting from. And you're like, um, and then you just go with it. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't care. We go where we go. All right. So before we get into Ray's news, <laughs> I I have, uh, I just want to give some deluxe edition airport tips for anyone Ooh. that's traveling uh, in the you know next couple of months with the holidays coming up and stuff. Uh, if you're walking through an airport, okay, a lot of people are in a rush to get to their next gate, like yeah. me, most right. of the time, right. trucking along. If you are walking and maybe you don't know someone is behind you, but you have to stop and check the board or you have to stop and check your phone, you have to stop for whatever reason. I Okay, we're not vehicles we don't have turn signals yeah but instead of just stopping in the middle of the aisle when <laughs> everyone's walking just merge off to the side of of the what, what couldn't they just instead yell hey i'm gonna fucking stop right now wouldn't that be easier that i would that's acceptable wouldn't that get stopping. your attention yes beep 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 fucking stopping <laughs> yes because you know what does work is the guys driving the handicap carts through the airport going cart watch the cart watch the car oh, that's a good one too you could yell that <laughs> people be like what the fuck is this idiot doing <laughs> so that's just one tip that's a good one traveling through the airport okay so you, yeah. I just don't want someone getting run over, you know, and then what, uh, and then what? looking at me like I'm the asshole for running into them. Yeah. What's your tips on getting alcohol through the thing for uh, flying? Yeah, there's you mean through TSA? Yeah. You can't. Come on, man. There's got to be a way. Do they make less than three ounce bottles of alcohol? Oh, absolutely. They do. Well, then just pack a lot of those. <laughs> because the liquid limit, the li- the limit that you can take through TSA is, I believe, three ounces. 3.5 ounces. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> sure like. is. Because then they can charge you $6 for a bottle of soda when you get into the airport. Yeah. Or... You know, the same for a bottle of water. Yeah, fuck that. I'll just drive myself and drink while I'm going. <laughs> Save myself a bunch of money. 
I might not get there as quick as you're with your flying, you know, your fancy flying machines. <laughs> oh, you mean drive all the way to your destination yeah. rather, than, yeah. rather than fly? Yeah, fuck that. I'll just drive and I'll drink in the car. I'll save a shit ton of money that way. Don't do that. No, you won't. How will I not save money? Because you'll get a DUI. No, I won't. Then, all right. I'm not telling you what to do, but... Look, man, <laughs> I've been driving that. drunk at least 250 days a year for at least 20 years. <laughs> I haven't got a All DUI. Right. Allegedly. No, nah, that's true. <laughs> that one, that's not even allegedly. That's fucking accurate. <laughs> like, I want a pizza and I've had 15 beers. I'm getting a fucking pizza. Because I'm not paying delivery. I'm going to go get that fucking pizza. You're not charging me fucking $10 when I can just drive oh up there. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God, Ray. All right. Also, I will say, though, I do not condone this kind of behavior. Yeah. I mean, you are a professional. Yeah, I, I do this for a living. I mean, it's a right. part of my gig. You know, right. if you can't, if, if you, you know. Yeah, I mean, I it's sort of your Sort of your deal. It, it's it's my shtick, man. <laughs> it's your gimmick. Yeah, it's my gimmick. And if it's not real, what the hell is it? Like, I'm not one of these motherfuckers who's like got the jack bottle with the, the fucking tea in it. That ain't me. No. You see me drinking jack, I'll be throwing up behind a dumpster by the end of the night because that's <laughs> not fucking iced tea in that bottle. <laughs> All right. I have one more airport tip. <laughs> All right. Speaking of TSA, when you're coming through TSA, okay? Yes. TSA is an area where people are slowed down. They're getting their, mm. they're repacking their stuff. Right. They're throwing once shoes. You ha- right. Once yeah. you have your stuff packed, mm-hmm. let's pretend that the airport is <laughs> the highway. Okay. Ooh, I like this. When you come up, when you come up to that, Big giant opening mm-hmm. coming through TSA. Pretend that that's a merge onto a major highway. Okay, don't just bolt out. Oh, you have see, to I thought that's what you were going to say. I thought no. you were going to say when you get on the see when I get on the highway, I just fucking gun it. <laughs> no, you have to stop. Oh. Yeah. Okay, oh, let's shit. pretend it's a, not a high, not a merge onto a highway, huh. but a stop sign. A, a one road coming into another road. So that's pretend there's stop yeah. signs there. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to stop. You're Look not from ways. you're not from Ohio at all. <laughs> Make sure no <laughs> one's coming so you don't get trucked over and then <laughs> so that I don't get looked at as an <laughs> asshole for knocking you over when you just bolt out of there. Wow. That was a bad analogy because here in Ohio, when you get on an on-ramp, you fucking just smash it to the floor and you try to get up to about 100 because the people on the right lane don't want to let you in. So it's literally just a, it's like chicken. It's like footloose. It's two fucking tractors coming at each other and you hope to God that the shoelace doesn't get stuck in the pedal because one of you is going to fucking die. That's Ohio driving. I did make the wrong analogy there. At first, I said it was like merging onto a highway, but we have to think of it. But you added a stop sign, and that didn't help. 
Because in Ohio, a stop sign is optional. Oh, the ones with it's the... literally like that's right. If you're coming to a stop sign and the car is far enough away, you just don't stop. You go right fucking through it. I've heard go. this in Ohio. Uh, the ones with the the stop signs with the white border are optional. I've heard <laughs> they're about. all optional. <laughs> I've been downtown. I'll I'll tell you this. I have been downtown Cleveland. I've went through red lights. And a cop was right next to me. He went right through it, too. Didn't pull me over. Didn't even look at me. Just went right through it, too. Like, oh, shit, this is what we're doing today? Fuck it. Let's go. It's Brown Sunday. I ain't fucking stopping today. I ain't pulling nobody over. It's a Sunday. It's Brownstown. Let's fucking go. Man, what's going on with the Browns? Speaking of the news, they keep losing (sighs) by a couple points, man. What happened? Look, man. The Browns do Browns things. That's what they do. But I'm not worried. You know, it is what it is. Everything's going to be fine. At the end of the year, you know, we'll win five games and we'll be right where we are all the time. So it doesn't fucking matter. I don't <laughs> By care. the end of the year, we'll <laughs> still be the same old shitty team. We'll, we always we'll are. still be drinking in the Muni lot, you know, 120,000 strong going. There's always next year. It'll be fine. Everything will be all right. Everything's all right. We got a we got a team. That's all we care about. That's right. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Think about all the states that don't have teams, and then some teams have two teams. Some states yeah. have two teams. Yeah, exactly. Like I've threatened for many years to switch over to being a Bengals fan, but they're just as shitty as my team. So what the fuck's the point? Right. If if not if the team is good in your state, what? Yeah. Just stick with the one you got. Fuck it. Yeah. All right, Ray. That is all for the deluxe edition airport tips uh, for this holiday season. Maybe I'll have a few uh, other ones as the weeks go on. Like, don't wrap anything that ticks and try and take it as a carry on. Like, don't buy your family clocks and wrap them up and try and take them on the plane. Yeah, no. Nah, unless you I've want gotten a my full body search. My bag has actually been pulled already for uh, the old recorder that I used to have. That, uh, well, it smells like weed, before. obviously. Well, I mean that's ob- that's obvious. <laughs> but my my old recorder was only about this wide, and it had a thing at the top that went like this across. Mm-hmm. And they people, like several times it's been pulled because they thought it was a taser. <laughs> huh. I was like, Did you tell no, them I have it a was... podcast called Deluxe Edition. Then <laughs> <laughs> you hand them the card. <laughs> and then they're like, get the fuck away from me. And you're like, no, 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 listen. Listen. It's a good podcast. That's exactly right, right? That, that's what I do. Every time, uh, you know, someone's kicking me in the head, I'm just like, no, listen to me. I have a Don't podcast. You'll like it. Stop kicking me. I'm the 10 cent beer night. Yes. God damn it. What is wrong with you people? Do you not like to be All entertained? Right, All right, let's do some fucking news. So, have you ever heard of uh, Dennis Rodman? Have I heard of Dennis yeah, Rodman? Yeah, do you know who Dennis Rodman is? I grew up in the 90s, yes. yes. I knew who Dennis right. Rodman is. So, he is uh, the worm. 
rebound machine. I'm pretty sure he's the only guy to have 20 rebounds in three straight games. Amazing person. Sleppo Madonna. Per, yeah. per game? Per Holy game. Shit. With zero points. Zero points. Yeah, well, his shtick was is, is uh, he just knew how to get the ball. He wasn't good at anything else except for sleeping with celebrities and stuff like that. But So back in uh, the 98, I believe it was 98 finals, he asked uh, Phil Jackson, who was the coach at the time, hey, I need some time off, man. I got to go to Vegas. So Phil Jackson was like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. You seem like you're stressed. I'm going to allow it because he's into that Zen bullshit. So, so uh, the day he's supposed to come back, he doesn't come back. So now, like, everybody's freaking out. They're like, where the fuck's the worm, man? We need these rebounds. So Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson have to get on a fucking plane and go to Vegas to get this asshole and drag him back to the finals, the NBA finals, of all things. But uh, so they're making a movie about what the fuck he did in those 48 hours. So it's like the hangover movie? I think it's going to be insane what this motherfucker did. The dude's friends with that jackass from North Korea. The, the, <laughs> Kim, well, he, Kim was Jung, he friends with... Kim Dang Du Babu, whoever his fucking name is. He's friends he with that friends dude. With, yeah, yeah, but was he friends with the, the one now, or was he... No, he was friends with, with the, the jackass dad. Yeah, the dad, yeah. The dad, of all things. He fucked Madonna. Like, that's not an easy task, man. No. Like that's not uh, like that's not on my bucket list because I just I I know I can't get it done. <laughs> but on Dennis Rodman's bucket list, that's an item. Fuck Madonna, become friends with the ruler of North Korea. Like that's on his fucking bucket list, man. That's what he's doing. So they're making a movie. Now what should I do? <laughs> yeah. What's next? Who the fuck knows? Because. I'm actually looking forward to see what he does next, but they're making a movie about that 48 hours, and I think it's going to put the hangover to shame because this motherfucker's crazy. Real life. He's real life crazy. Yeah. Is this, so is he, uh, so we had talked about um, the Mike Tyson show last week where they, and the the Dahmer show where they did not have any uh, connection to the, you know, they didn't ask those people at all. Is is Rodman involved with the production of this at all? I would assume, as crazy as he is, yeah, he's probably involved. I don't have that confirmed, but, uh, like, this is all new information that's coming out. Like, it's it's insane. This, this is going to be one of those things where you're like, how much of this is true? You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be one right. of those movies where you're like, where you and your friends are like, all right, we're going to play a drinking game. What's true and what's not? And they're gonna, you're going to name something, and it's going to be like, all right, is this true or false? Up, oh, you got a drink. You got it wrong. Right. Like, this, this is going to be insane. And I kind of hope that they go kind of crazy with this thing and just make it so fucking crazy that there's no way it could be possibly true. And then Dennis Robin is like, absolutely everything that happened, fucking true. And you're just like, fuck. 
In 48 hours, this guy had more fun than I've had in my whole fucking life. Almost like a fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, I think that's that's a good one. It's it's the hangover and fear and loathing smashed into one. Yeah, hell yeah. That would be awesome. Because like fear and loathing, people don't realize, but like Hunter Thompson, he was a journalist. Uh, if no one's familiar with the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, it was about uh, Hunter Thompson. He was a like gonzo journalist. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp played uh, Hunter Thompson in that movie. There was actually another movie prior to that back in the 80s called uh, yeah, Where the, the Rum Buffalo Diaries. Rum. Oh, Rum well, Diaries, Rum, too. The Rum Diaries was, yeah, that was a movie about his novel, that he, his yeah. only novel that he ever wrote. Yeah. But Where the Buffalo Roam yeah. was a movie with Bill Murray in the 80s where he also played uh, Hunter Thompson. So he was a writer, but the way that he would write things is he would record. So <laughs> he would record everything. Yeah. Like, and then he would take notes from those recordings. <laughs> so, like, everything in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas fucking happened. <laughs> My favorite part of the book from Fear and Loathing is I think it's either chapter three or chapter six. It just says, Everything recorded was unintelligible. That's the yes. only line. Yeah. Like, that's it. And, that's the whole chapter. Yeah. And in the movie, <laughs> that's the part where um, where he takes the uh, adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. That's a great movie. Hell yeah, dude. So good. We should do a deep dive on that movie sometime. Yeah, we should. We should do a deep dive on Hunter Thompson sometime. Oh, Hunter Thompson is amazing. Like... uh no, now that I'm 50, his suicide note rings just tragic to me because he's he um he he committed suicide so. Um his suicide note said, "You know what? Everything after 50 sucked ass." That's basically yeah. what it says. And I'm like, "God damn it, dude." Yeah. 7 yeah, it was like I am a huge Hunter Thompson fan. I have a yeah. te- giant tattoo of uh, a scene from Fear and Loathing the book on my back. Uh, tattooed on my my back um yeah suicide note was like seven years longer than i thought i'd ever make it <laughs> yeah. can't do shit anymore like yep. fuck it <laughs> yeah 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 let's do a deep dive on hunter sometime man that hell yeah cool. man i love hunter he's great all right let's move on all right new karate kid movies coming out uh set to release in june of 2024 Daniel son not involved. Yeah. At least not as of yet. Well, not as of yet, but it sounds like he might not be fucking involved. How do you yeah, feel it, about that? How the fuck are they going to do a karate kid movie without Daniel son? Well, what's fucked up about it is like now so the Cobra Kai series were the original writers, the original Karate Kid writers involved with the Cobra Kai series at all. Nope. This is a bunch of kids who are just like, hey, we love the Karate Kid. Let's make some money. Let's write a fucking story. So the the new Karate Kid movie that was just announced for 2024, is that being done by the original writers? <laughs> I don't think so. What the fuck? I think this is just coming out of left field. Like somebody got the rights to this. I could be wrong, but 
you know, I'm assuming by age alone, the original people involved are all fucking dead. Uh, it was John Hurwitz, right? Was the original writer, I believe. I don't. He's not dead. I don't think. Well, he's old as fuck. Who cares? So somebody the, else is probably original, writing this thing. The original director is dead, John Avildsen. Well, yeah, he's dead. So basically, this comes down to um, the creators of Cobra Kai are not involved at all. None of the actors are involved. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Like, you don't have Danielson. You don't have Martin Cove. You don't got Zapka. What the fuck are they going to do? Are they going to pull yeah. Will Smith and get his kid to play a fucking karate kid again? Because that remake was fucking shit. Terrible. So even with the even with the the Jennifer, what was her name, Jennifer? Oh, you talking about uh, what was it, Part Four or whatever it was? Yeah, I've never seen that movie. So even that one was tied into the original movies because we had Mister Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, Miyagi there. So but, uh, I'm confused as to what the fuck's going on with this one. Right. So is it going to be just like the the Halloween series where they just well, we're going to pretend that these Cobra Kai series didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. Because um, Ralph Macchio was like, I'm perfectly happy with the Cobra Kai series. We're going to keep doing that. Everybody likes it. So we're just going to keep doing that. And if they call me, they call me. But I don't see how they call them. Like, yeah. Now, I wouldn't be upset if they rebooted this thing. And fuck, I don't even know how they do it. Like, how the fuck do you reboot reboot the Karate Kid with none of the fucking characters? Like, yeah, they tried. I mean, they tried that once with with uh, Jackie Chan and Jaden right. Smith. But I'm just saying, it though, work. it's supposed to be part five. So, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Who who the fuck do you have that you're so going to reboot uh, this thing with? What what second rate actor was in the, one of these movies that you're like, oh, we totally got this guy, and Joe he's gonna Taylor. be the he's gonna be the Miyagi of this movie, and it's like, well, who is he? Well, nobody's heard of him because he was like the cook at the diner in part three, but now he's a fucking kung fu dude, and the kid who uh, put gas in the car at the gas station is now the Karate Kid. I have All no right, idea what the fuck they're doing. Here's my here's my take on it. This is what they could do. And this is what if they were smart, this is what they would do. So on my other podcast I had uh, a long time ago, we interviewed the, the guy that actually did he doubled as Mr. Miyagi. I can't think of his name offhand, but he doubled as Mr. Miyagi and he's the actual person that you see in the first movie who's standing on the log doing the, the crane kick. Yeah. It's this guy. Um, hmm. Sorry, I can't remember his name. If they were smart, they would have, because he's an older, he's an older gentleman now. Yeah. They would, they would continue the story from where they left off at number four with uh, Mr. Miyagi. Uh, he didn't die in that one, did he? I've never seen it. Oh, you, I have no fucking clue. I don't, I don't think that he died in that one. So they're not going to 
do anything with the Cobra Kai series. They're going to pretend that that didn't happen. So we don't yep. know that Mr. Miyagi died because in the Cobra Kai series, Daniel goes and visits Mr. Miyagi's grave. Yeah. Um, which that also pissed me off too. When he went to visit the grave, they didn't even use his real death date. Like they made up a, uh, like the Pat Morita is actually passed away. Like they could have used his actual death date, you know? They could have, uh, but they probably deemed that uncouth. Yeah, I don't know. The guy was known as Mr. Miyagi. Like, fuck, you put his real death date in there. Well, he was also on Happy Days, man. Come on. He did more than just fucking Karate Kid. I know, but people knew him as Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, weren't you the cook on Happy Days? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, for me, that's what I would have said to him. If I could have met him. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, I loved you on Happy Days. Can you sign? Cool can you sign this with. fucking cook hat <laughs> or this apron I brought or this chopsticks that I catch flies I heard, with? Because you can't. <laughs> I heard that he was a cool dude, Mister Miyagi. Pat Murray. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of him with uh, women where he's got his heads on their boobies and stuff. So yeah, yeah. he was down for fun. So that's what they should do. They're going to make a number five. Bring this guy in. He already played Mr. Miyagi. He doubled as him in the in the show in the original movie. He's an older guy now. He double as him again. Just bring the character back hmm. and uh, go that way. Uh, I don't know, man. That's tough. It's that's- an idea. It's it's an idea. It's better than. Hey, let's try and capitalize off of this Cobra Kai series and reboot this. That we're not going to use any of the original characters, though. I'm. If you know what, fuck it. I want it to be a musical. Fuck it. <laughs> let's let's make the reboot a musical where they're singing and dancing. What what rhymes with crane kick? And they just write the songs. Fuck it. I'm, I I don't even care because Cobra Kai is so good. Why the Why the fuck are they even bothering with this reboot? Because they want to make money. That's why. They no. Want what money. rhymes with Danielson? <laughs> like I'd be in a room if I was one of these guys. I'd be like, all right, we got to write some fucking songs, man. What are we writing about? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, karate tournaments. <laughs> fuck, man, this is hard. Writing songs about karate tournaments is fucking hard, man. What else can we write about? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Moving from Jersey to California? Can we do something with that? What about Hawaii? Can we write about Hawaii? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. What rhymes with Okinawa? <laughs> the next news segment. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so Community is finally getting a movie. And I know you're a huge Chevy Chase fan. Huge. Huge. But him, Donald Glover, and uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, not involved. Do you think they're making a mistake? And Now, I know they killed off Chevy because everybody on set hated him because they weren't on his level. So you hate genius. I get it. That's fine. But... um, I think they need to bring him back from the dead to make this work, in my opinion. Did they kill him off in the show? I 
Oh, yeah. They hated him. All the actors hated him so fucking much because he's Chevy and he's awesome that they fucking killed his character off to get him off the show. See, I stopped watching the show because it got it was getting so wacky for me. So you mentioning them bringing him back from the dead, that would not be a, uh, that wouldn't be, I mean, I could see it happening for the movie because the show did get so wacky that they could just, they could bring him back from the dead and it'd be like, okay. But the shitty part is, is they all hate him so much. They don't want to come back, but I'm like, Chevy's the biggest star on your fucking show. Yeah. Like everyone else is like this. Chevy is just a fucking mountain compared to them. And right. I get it. You're, you're jealous. You want to make fun of him and say his ways are antiquated and all that. And that the things he says are racist. You know what? Well, he's from the eighties. So what do you want from him? Right. What do you, you, what do you uh... want the guy? What do you, you're, you're, it's fucking Chevy chase. What the fuck are you asking him to do? Our friend, uh, Mark Singer <laughs> brought up, uh, that Chevy Chase was the might have been the only person to dress up like the Beastmaster, other than Mark Singer, <laughs> uh, in an episode, in a Halloween yeah. episode of Community. He was dressed as the well, Beastmaster. They, they also have a great Dungeons and Dragons episode because I'm a huge D and D guy. There's a great episode where uh, his character, what's his Pierce? Yeah, Pierce. Uh, so they're playing the game, but he cheats and he reads the adventure ahead of time. So he knows what to fucking do and he ruins it for everyone else. <laughs> so it's amazing. It's fucking funny as shit. I don't know how anyone who's an, you know, I understand if you're an actor, why you'd hate Chevy because he's better than you. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. He's, he's Chevy. Dude, he's Chevy chase and he's he, better than you. <laughs> he's just better than you. So fuck you. If you have a problem with him, then there's something wrong with you. Because Dan Aykroyd yeah. loves the dude. Yeah. Still wants to um, work with him. I, I can't. All right. So I can see why they don't want to bring Chevy back. I can see why maybe uh, Donald Glover doesn't want to do it anymore because he's, he's like a pretty big star now as yeah. well. But why <laughs> is Yvette Nicole Brown not doing the show? Is there a reason? Like she's, um, she, like, as far as I knew, she would like do anything. She was on that Talking Dead show all the time after, like, late night talk, uh, Walking Dead. Like, so there was a. This is the shitty thing about this thing. Um, what's his face, uh, Joel? What's his face, uh, Joel McHale? Joel McHale. So he made a post on like uh, Instagram or something about it, and he actually you know, included her and Donald in the post, but not Chevy. And uh, I think they're kind of feeling them out Mm. because I don't know why they're not on board because it's a fucking movie. Grab your cash, move on. Unless maybe they're friends with Chevy and they're just like, Hey, you guys were mean to him, which I could see. Because now Donald Glover, he understands Hollywood a little bit better now. And he understands how shitty it is. Maybe he's like, you know what? They treat this guy bad. Maybe they're going to fuck me over too. Or maybe she's like, I'm in uh, negotiations to play fucking uh, some great character coming up in a movie. And I can't do it. Yeah, there's always uh, that possibility. 
but they're they're both amazing actors, so they probably have other opportunities, and it's going to interfere with doing that. And you can't blame them for that. So no, no. I mean, I would like to see. I would watch it if Chevy was in it. I'm not not sure I'm going to go out of my way to watch it if he's not in it because, like I said, I stopped watching the show. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't even know how many – I watched, I think, like, the first three seasons, and then it started, like, it kind of was just getting out Bizarre. of control for yeah. me. So here's how I think they bring Chevy back from the dead. Insurance claim, he faked his own death, or they go fucking batshit crazy and have him come back as a goddamn zombie. <laughs> And they just turn this thing into a whole fucking horror comedy because no one would see that coming where Chevy no. is just hunting them down and killing them one by one. <laughs> like that would be something that nobody saw coming. And if they're smart, that's what they did, but they're not as smart as me. So I'm sure that's not what they did. Cause could you imagine that they make this movie and they kill off all the other characters because Chevy's now a zombie and hunts them down one by one. That would be so fucking amazing. Hell yeah, dude. I'd watch that one for sure. Chevy deserves that. He does. He's been mistreated. Can we write a fan film? Fuck yeah, we can. I learned how how to write screenplays, though. (laughs) (laughs) We can do anything we want now. Fuck it. Thank you, Bo. (laughs) All right. So moving on. James Gunn is now married to Jennifer Holland. The 56-year-old actor tied the knot with his 34-year-old girlfriend recently with many, many celebrities around. This, the only reason this is a story is because the age difference. Not that James Gunn can't pull that kind of woman, but if any one of us did that, they'd be like, oh, look at this son of a bitch. Look at this guy mistreating well, a woman. <laughs> I have to ask you, who is Jennifer Holland? Was she anyone before she married James Gunn? Uh, look, nepotism in Hollywood is rampant. So she ends up in the Suicide Squad in a brief role. And then uh, she's on Peace, Peace uh, what's uh, the John Cena show? Oh, uh, yeah. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Which she one has is a she on ma- there? She's the hot chick. Like the she's main, the- like the main hot chick? Yeah, she's the fucking badass hot chick that he meets in the bar and he's yeah, sitting okay. on that's her. Yeah. All right. And like immediately I was like, oh, I got to look up. Who the fuck is this girl? I look her up and I'm like, oh, fuck. That's James Gunn's girlfriend. I'm like, wait a minute. Something's not adding up here. Like he's my age. Like he's 56. He's he's older than I am. And he's pulling tail like this. Something ain't right here. Something stinks of somebody's giving somebody roles to marry them. You don't think there's true love there, right? Uh, I do not think there's true love there. 
But once again, who am I to question something like this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into the age thing because uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but my girlfriend is significantly older than I am. So, Oh, so you, you're a cougar hunter. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a cougar hunter. I Well, what's the age difference? 18 years. Yeah, oh, you're a cougar hunter. Nice. <laughs> I met her and I fell in love with her. I wouldn't I wasn't hunting cougars. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, but the difference is is you're not a rich person who makes movies who got tempted by the seductress who's like, Oh, you're a director? You made movies like Slither and Super and Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Huh. And I'm not to say, look, James Gunn is an amazing human being. So, yes, he should be able to pull tail like that. That's fine. I'm just concerned that maybe her intentions were the one that was not on the up and up. Well, uh, here's a question for you. Was Sherry Moon Zombie with Rob... Before he started making movies. That situation's really bad for both people involved. Because she's a horrible actress and he loves her so much that he puts her in every movie. So much. If you listen to my review of the monsters on my other podcast, if you take her out of that movie and put anyone else in, I don't give a fuck who it is. 20-year-old, 80-year-old that can act, that movie is amazing. She drags that movie down in the fucking gutter just like she does his life. <laughs> so, here's my thought. Like, she is, she got, look, I'm not an actor or actress in, a, obviously not an actress, but I'm not an actor obviously. in any way. <laughs> but uh, in my opinion, she has got progressively worse as the movies have gone on. Because, like, I in in House of a well, Thousand Corpses, I didn't think she was bad. No, she's amazing in as Sugar. She's great at doing horror. Yeah, because you just have to be hot and crazy, and she does that great. But now she's trying to do comedy, and she fucking is trash. Not good. And like I like I like I said, she could be the most amazing person on the planet, but that doesn't mean you belong in fucking movies. Just because right. you're hot and nice doesn't mean your husband should put you in all his fucking movies. This was we need a huge to find mistake. That out. Huge mistake. We need to find that out. Was was she married to him prior to his movie career? I believe so. So he just loves her that much. He loves her that much. And I, I can't blame him for that. <laughs> but, like, she really is fucking can. hot, dude. She is hot. <laughs> and she could be the most amazing person in the whole world. I don't know. I've never got to meet her. If She's I ever get to probably if, pretty nice. If I get to meet her, I can verify either direction. But if Rob Zombie thinks enough of her that, one, he married her. And puts her in all his movies. Either she is a crazy bitch that he's afraid of, or he loves her to the moon and back. There's no no in between. 
So it, it, it definitely could be either or. He could be so afraid of her that he just puts her in the movies to keep from being murdered in his sleep. And for him, that's probably a turn on. Yeah. Like he's so into horror movies that he's like, oh, fuck yeah, my wife could murder me in my sleep yeah. if I don't put her in fucking monsters. <laughs> oh, that's so sexy. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I got to get the writing. Yeah, I got to write this shit. <laughs> could be that. I don't know. But uh, I know she ruined that fucking movie. And I was I was enjoying that movie for the first hour. I didn't see it yet. I'm going to watch it. It's on my list. But we have you'll so like much. The, I mean, you'll like the first 45 podcast. minutes, man. You'll love the first it's 45 not, I, hours. I heard, I heard that it's a, a, a true tribute to the actual show. Um, like it's like it's look Daniel Roebuck as Grandpa Monster the Count, fucking amazing. But I love him. Like yeah. I'm a big fan of his going way back to River's Edge. So and dudes, I love the dude, and he kills it. And the dude who plays um, Herman, uh, I can't remember his name. Can never remember his name, but uh, his take on Herman, I like it. He doesn't try to do his voice. He does his own voice. So it um, it doesn't feel like he's just retreading, you know, Fred Gwynn. Because he's irreplaceable. You're not fucking replacing Fred Gwynn. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're not doing it. So I like his take on it. The only thing he does like Fred is the laugh. He does a great version of the laugh, which I loved. He's amazing. I'm telling you, Sherry Moon is the fucking drag down in this movie, and I can't understand why Rob Zombie can never see it. It's crazy. Now is she playing the? Is she playing the cousin or whatever? The... No, she's playing fucking Lily. Lily was the Lily she's was the like wife. The oddball out though, right? No, Lily's the goddamn wife of Herman Monster. He what? put her in the fucking lead role. See, now I would see her better. She would be a better. Uh, who was the, who was like the cousin? Like the, the, they oh, always thought that she was the yeah. odd one, but she was like the hot yeah, she cousin was, or whatever. She's played by Pat Priest. Uh, can't remember the name of the character. Uh, no, she plays Lily. She looks amazing in the role. Like she looks hot as fuck, but her acting is trash. And I hate to say that because it's mean, but you know what? I'm sure there's people who think I'm a shitty podcaster. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't bother you know me one bit. To to, you know what I have to say to those people, Brad? <laughs> I can off. tell you what I say. You're entitled to your opinion. You're welcome to it. Go listen to something else. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray. What's the next news segment? All right. So. I got, I got, I got, uh, I got one more. So Zac Efron, who I absolutely think is a great actor and should be in more things because I think he's funny as shit. He's in a movie called coming up called the greatest beer run ever. And I am so looking forward to this movie because it's about a, a guy who decides to, while his buddies are in Vietnam, He's going to go on a beer run and take them fucking beer to Vietnam. That's that's what this movie's about. It's about this guy named Chicky 
who decides, you know what? I'm not there, but my friends need beer. And he fucking smuggles beer to Vietnam to his buddies, and he fucking makes it. Somehow, against all odds, this motherfucker gets beer to his buddies in Vietnam. This is a true story? It's a based on a true story. Oh, wow. Now, that's, now that it sounds like a cool movie. I'm all in on this, and I, they talked to Chicky, the guy, and he says, Zach nailed how I felt during this whole movie. So awesome. I'm all in on this movie because I love Zach. I know people shit on him, but you know what? I think he's a good actor. I think he gets a raw deal, and this is a great fucking story. Who doesn't love stories about beer and Vietnam veterans getting beer? Hell yeah. Like, that's a great uh, fucking story. A couple things I like about this. Uh, and, the, uh, you know, you tell me this stuff. This is the first time I hear about it. Uh, you send me the articles, but I don't yeah. I don't read them. No, um, I figured you wouldn't because you're lazy. And, yeah. you know, well, most of the time you're out of town on roofs. So, yeah. Two things I like about this. Uh, I love, 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 love true stories. Yeah. Um, two is. Uh, I love period pieces like mm -hmm. like this is based around, I mean, Vietnam, right? The 70s, yeah. uh, late 60s, early 70s. I love shit like that. Like they, I, I listened to a, a podcast on our network, uh, Bev's Video Kingdom. They just did an episode on uh, Dazed and Confused. I love that movie. Fucking awesome movie. And listening oh, yeah. to that, listening to their show, I never realized that that's all that all takes place in one day. Yeah, that's the one last night. day of school. Yeah. Yeah, one day and one night. So, yeah, for this, like, this is a, I'm, you know, not going to be one day, but it's like no. probably a week or, or more of him preparing for this uh, beer run to Vietnam. I mean, that, that's fucking, that, that, that sounds like a cool movie. Yeah. I, I, I love things based on true stories that stay somewhat true to the actual fucking story. I don't need an embellishment. Like, right. The truth is always stranger than fiction. So just give me what the fuck happened. Right. Yeah. And if you're saying that this chicky is still alive, yeah, the actual guy that did it. So maybe Zach Efron uh, going back to uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when Johnny Depp made that movie, he actually lived with Hunter Thompson yeah. for a few months. So maybe, maybe Zach Efron, like, uh, fill me in as to who he is. Uh, what other roles has he played? Oh, Zach. He was in this movie called Neighbors, which is fucking great because it's about a, a married couple yep, who okay. end up living next to a frat house. Right? Yeah, he's the college kid in that movie. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, he's fucking cool. I like it. Yeah, so I like maybe, him. hopefully, hopefully he dug deep into this role and actually went and spent a bunch of time with Chicky and... It, it sounds like he did because I saw the interview with him about it and he... Like I said, I think this is a dude who's going to make a lot of great movies. Uh, I think, like I said, people shit on him because he was in this dumb fucking uh, teenage show. What the fuck was it? I don't even remember what it was because I didn't watch it. But I was like, oh, look at this asshole. Good looking dude doing a shitty show. And then he was in Neighbors. And I'm like, oh, look at this. Motherfucker's yeah, got chops. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh like I said, for me, he's on my list of dudes who could take over for Indiana Jones if he really wanted to. Yeah. He's on my short list of guys who could do that. So, ain't many people on my list for that. So, 
We'll have to get into this, but uh, just knowing him from that neighbor's role, I feel like he would have been a much better replacement of Fletch for. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I don't understand why more people don't look at him for roles like that. Like, Fletch. Yeah. Like, you want to reboot Andy? He's a perfect example of somebody who's got uh, charisma. Because. Honestly, Indy is charisma. You need that. Same with Fletch. Yeah. You have to have somebody with charisma to pull those roles off. So Right. Yeah, I mean I don't I hate to shit on it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but the new Fletch movie. Well, you saw the trailer. You saw the yeah, trailer. I mean and it looks like fucking I trash. Really Once again, you know, huge Chevy Chase fan and fucking putting John Hamm in there as that. Like, come on, what the fuck? But I've heard that like that's an that is an indie movie that he actually took like quite a, a budget cut on that for that role to do that role. So, well, he should, know. he should only get paid a dollar for what he did. To that. I, I wouldn't give him any fucking money for that. I give him a dollar. Cause that's like when you go to a restaurant and you just leave a fucking dollar, the waitress knows they fucked up. <laughs> oh, they, oh, he they deserves. Know. I haven't seen the movie either, but when I walk out of the theater, I'm going to leave a dollar on the floor for him because <laughs> i already know that that's all he heard look if he surprises me and he kills it fine i'll eat my words but i just don't see it happening yeah we'll check back in with everyone on that we got to watch that the fletch mm-hmm. we'll do a deep dive on the fletch series as well yeah that's a good one all right i'm done with news fuck i'm done all right what are we doing next um what are we doing next? Speaking uh real quick, speaking of tips, um me traveling all this all the time. I do mm-hmm. uh, Uber Eats a lot. I don't actually go out to restaurants a ton. I do Uber Eats. And the other day, this past week when we recorded uh, the other day, I was <laughs> in a hotel for several days and I got Uber Eats a couple times and uh one this one person they kept calling me. Hey, we can't find your room. Like, it's pretty simple. You just drive all the way around the building and I'll meet you outside. Like, it's not that hard. Oh, they call back. We can't find it. I said, just go to the lobby. I'll meet you there. Right. Hmm. So I get there and the girl's standing there. Hey, sorry. We just like couldn't find your room, man. You know, I'm like, it's not that hard. Like seven other drivers have found my room prior to this. You know what I mean? Prior to this exchange right now. And, uh, but the best thing with Uber eats is you can actually like deduct your tip. Like you can, Uh, you can change your tip because they don't actually get the tip for one hour after the delivery is made. So Mm -hmm. like, as soon as that shit happens, I'm like, fuck it. $1. There you go. See, you get it. Oh, I get it, right? Yeah. Right. I won't even, when I do go to restaurants, if I have to sit and wait, like if they go, here's your table. If like, if no one comes over to me, like within five minutes, I'd rather just drive another 15 minutes somewhere else and go. Like, I'm not waiting for someone to come and like. It's not that busy in here. There's fucking two other people in here. You know, I like, worked in restaurants for a long time when, in, you know, my early 
teens and 20s. If I sit down and no one comes within like five or 10 minutes, I get up and fucking leave. Yeah, I give it six minutes. Yeah, I'm not fucking hanging around for you to treat me like shit. Like, I'm right. the customer. Right. Like, now look. And, and, if, I, and if, I'm not going to be a dick because when you're a dick, they shit on your food and throw it on the floor, kick it around oh, yeah. for a while before they serve it to you. I know. I've done it. Like, you're a dick. As a customer, you're getting shitty food. So yeah, I'm not a dick to the people. Like I just, I will just get up and leave. I won't let them yeah. serve me at all. But like, so for instance, if I go into a restaurant, I, I really like out West. There's a, a little diner called uh bear. What is it called? Uh, bear something, right? The bear, little bear diner or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And oh, it's called the black bear diner. So hmm. I, I, whenever I see these, I try and go to them. So the one I went into and the, this lady is like busting her ass. She, she comes over. She, like, as soon as I walk in the door, she comes over. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm the only one here. I'm the hostess. I'm the server. <laughs> like I'm the cashier. I'm everything. I'm the bus boy. You know, I apologize. Like if you do that, as soon as you, I come in, I'm okay with waiting because I, like, I want to help her. Because she's busting her ass as the only person there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, surprised she different. wasn't cooking the food. <laughs> well, she might have been, but yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'm okay when they come over there like, hey, look, the owner of this place is a fucking dick, and I'm getting fucked over today. So can you please right. be nice to me? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. What do you want me yeah. to do? You want me to bust you need tables? Any help? Yeah, right. you want me to you want me to fucking jump in the kitchen? I'll fucking help out because god right. damn it. I feel bad for you because your yeah. boss is a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah, like, that's where's your boss? Where's your boss? I'll beat the fuck out of him right now. <laughs> I'll teach this. I'll, I'll teach this motherfucker a lesson right now. Right, and tomorrow. Fight, <laughs> well, it's uh, you know, I'm five, eight. I like to fight. All right, Ray, let's get into uh, we're right. done with the airport tips. We're done with Ray's news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the segment for this week, <laughs> an hour and 14 minutes <laughs> yeah, into the show. <laughs> Do we just want to just shut it down and save it for next week? No, because now we have interviews uh, lined up nonstop God every damn Sunday. It. But I got to pee. I got to pee, man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's right. take a little break. Go pee. Right. I'm going to go pee. I'll, I'll be back. Beer. Welcome into Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There are so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys. All right, we're back from our break here. Ray had a little pee break. Yeah, I had to go pee real bad. Let's get into our segment for the show. Our top (laughs) five movies that happen on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, We were going to do originally our top five Halloween movies. Our top five horror movies that happen on Halloween. 
Uh, but then I discovered a movie that I really, really like, and I texted Ray the other day, and I was like, does it have to be horror movies? It does nope. not. No. So I'm going to save that for my number one, because I really okay. like that movie, and I will explain to you uh, Is it Hocus like Pocus? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, let's end the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So these are some of the hardest episodes to do because neither one of us knows what the other picked. Like we yeah. did not discuss this ahead of time. So you know, like my five could be his three. We have no fucking clue what's going on here. Yeah. The, but the we're just going to do shit. One of, yeah. one of the great things about this show is like Ray and I have podcasted with other people before in the past. And like, I, I'm not going to speak for Ray. He's told me off air, but like my previous partner, like I would get a list of like, this is the show and this is what we're doing. And like, these are my picks. Don't pick them. Pick your own five. Uh, So like what I, what I like about this is like, I, for our interviews, I don't say what you can ask. I don't ask you what your questions are. I super appreciate you not asking me to and a lot of times I will send you my questions because I'm used to being like, hey, can I ask this? And you're like, no, ask whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we yeah, talk so. about it. But uh, right. yeah, like I like this because I I'm also used to being like, hey, send me the thing and then we'll figure out how to do it. So I like the unscripted free for all of what we're doing now. So yeah, it could be Me shitty. Too. And I was going to, I wasn't going to be good. I wasn't going <laughs> to say this, but now that we're, uh, now that we're talking about things, when we, when you and I first started this show, I said, uh, <laughs> you know, sorry, Bill's no longer here. If you're here for Bill, Sorry, he's not going to be here anymore. If you want to know what happened between Bill and I, just contact me. Let me know. I'll I'll tell you. I'll fill you in. Not one, not one person has asked me what happened to Bill, <clears throat> and our listenership has gone up considerably. So, like, uh, <laughs> look, man, I love Bill. I'm not going to lie. I love Bill. Uh, I'm looking forward to what he does next, but uh, I'm. Perfectly content at taking over for him. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like this is a good opportunity for me to jump in and do because I like hanging out with you. Like I, I was doing it off the air anyways. Right. So, so yeah, I'm not gonna bad mouth Bill. Bill's a good dude. I'm not gonna um, bad mouth Bill either, man. Like I, I had a great run with him. Uh, but honestly, it just unfortunately, it, didn't end well. You know? Well, honestly, do I think I'm better? Well, if I didn't, why the fuck would I do a podcast? Like, <laughs> you're Ray the podcaster, and I, you're better. I, than like, them. it's in my fucking name. Is it Bill the podcaster? <laughs> no, it's Ray the podcaster. So, no, I love Bill. Um, you know, it's unfortunate things come and go. Yeah, like I ended up here yeah. through a series, uh, like a Lemony Snicket's shit happens, and this is where I yeah, ended look, up. I don't and have anything to. I don't have anything bad to say about Bill. Once nah. again, look, it just ended bad, and like it shit happens. 
But like once again, a, like I've had many re- relationships end bad with friends, and then eventually they come back around. So I wouldn't say that the way it ended is the way it'll be. So I'm always, you know, I'm not a very positive person, but with people, I am very positive, and I think Bill will come back around. Everything will be cool. So, yeah, I already have some ideas lined up for the future. So, uh, we'll get there. All right, I'd, our segment. I'd like I'd like Bill to come back and critique me. <laughs> <laughs> our segment, our top five, <laughs> top five movies that happen on Halloween. Uh, who yes, wants sir. to start? I'll go first. Okay. My number five Hocus is, Pocus. Is yeah. <laughs> Once again, I've never seen it. It's on my list to see this year. Because, you know, I do the thirteen for Halloween, which is I have to watch a movie I've never seen or haven't seen in at least twenty years. So I gotta do thirteen movies for that for for October. So yeah, I follow got, Ray on Instagram. He's been posting some great movies, uh, watching a few a day. The Tencent Beer Night Podcast. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm going with number five. I'm going Trick or Treat, which is uh, five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. Uh, every day, high school principal ends up being a fucking murderer. Uh, Sam is the little character with the pumpkin head thing. I love this movie. Uh I don't know if you've ever seen this, Casey. I haven't. You know, like I'm always 100% honest with everyone on this show. Yeah. Uh, when we do these shows, I have to do a lot of research because I'm <laughs> usually not familiar. Like I, I know the I know the main ones. Like I know yeah. Halloween. I know I know of Trick or Treat. Like I know it happened on Halloween. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen it. But I heard. I heard like. I have this, once we're finished with our list, I have a list here that I compiled from a Facebook group, and oh, Trick okay. or Treat's like one of the top ones from on there. Yeah, this is 2007. It hits our sweet spot at an hour and 22 minutes. And on the uh, the IMDB, 6.7. It's pretty good. Yeah, real good. So what's your number five? My number five is uh, Flesh Eater. Mm. You know about Flesh Eater? <sighs> Flesh Eater. Huh. Who's in that, Casey? Who stars in that? <laughs> so, Bill Bill Hinesman, Hinesman, not sure how you pronounce his name. Uh, he mm-hmm. was the original. He was like the It's not... It's not the very first zombie movie, but he was like one of the, you know, it's like the, it's the zombie movie that everybody considers the the first zombie movie, the return or the night of the mm-hmm. living dead. Yeah. Um, Bill Hinsman played the, the zombie, the first zombie that yes. comes after he's Barbara. The, he's the one who comes after BS. He's the Barbara zombie guy. He's actually yeah. the guy who made that movie. Yes. Yeah, and he's actually uh, pretty much he's passed away now, I believe. But he's very lived dead. His yes. career, he lived his career pretty much, you know, just recreating that character in a lot of yeah. uh, different uh, productions. Um, so, Flesh Eater stars Bill, Bill Hinsman. He rises from the dead to turn teens into ghouls on Halloween. Uh, was released in October of 1988. 
directed, written, produced, and co-edited by Bill. Uh, it was an independent production, 88-minute runtime, so just sure of our That's, uh, that's perfect, where we want. Yeah, that's where yeah, we want. Perfect runtime. Uh, it was actually released under uh, several different names. Um, mm. I don't know if you know this, but we're we're actually going to have to do this on a, on a future show. But there's several movies that are no longer uh, copyrighted by anyone. Like no one owns them; they're just like there. Yeah, we're getting into that uh, time frame where some pretty good movies are coming up. Yeah. And at the time where Bill made this movie, Night of the Living Dead was one of those movies. So he actually first released it as it was called Revenge of the Living Zombies. And then also released as Zombie Nosh. A lot of gory practical effects in this one. Really good. Uh, This is when zombies still knew how to do things, though, like open car doors and uh, rip off girls' clothes to show their boobies right before they, you know, ate them alive. Uh, It was released on DVD in 2003, and it can be found packaged in the Zombie Pack Volume 2 alongside of Burial Ground and Zombie Holocaust. To me, this movie is like, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Melvin Seals. Doesn't ring a bell, but it doesn't mean I don't know who he is. So he was, or is, a keyboard player. Uh, He toured in the 80s with the Jerry Garcia Band. He was the keyboard player for the Jerry Garcia Band. Hmm. Um, And now he tours as Melvin Seals and the JGB. Hmm. So it's Melvin, and there's not, he's the only person. That was ever in the band. You know what I mean? Like no one else that's in his band was in the Jerry Garcia band. So this Hmm. is like, like for Bill Heinzman to call this the fucking revenge of the living zombie or whatever he called it. He was cashing in on that zombie character for the rest of his life. Can you blame him though? No, I mean, it's a good movie. I like it. It's, it's uh, like he, he did a lot. There's a lot of really like what we love practical effects. He, he, there was a lot of good ones in this one. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That's a good one. That's a that's a good pick for number five. But what? Yeah, I'm it's, gonna, not, it's not my number one. No, I'm going to say though, I'm going to make you do number four next. We're going to alternate. Okay. Sure. Uh, number four is a, is a movie that I just watched uh, this this year, and. Um, so, like I said uh, prior to this, I, be honest with everyone. When I did, when when we decided to do this episode, I had to look up movies. You know, I googled movies that happen on Halloween, and then I did watch a bunch of these. Um, and I I found this really interesting. In two of the other movies that I'm going to be listing, Bill Heinzman makes appearances in. <laughs> Because in the background of the movies, it's on Halloween night, mm-hmm. and the people are watching Night of the Living Dead on the TV. And it's at both times, it's the scene where uh, Billy, I think his name is, maybe, mm-hmm. is saying, they're coming to get you, get Barbara. You. And it's that- Bill Heinzman in the background. Dude. That might be one of the most iconic scenes that's shown in other horror movies. Like, there are so many horror movies 
that show scenes from Night of the Living Dead that it's just like, fuck, dude, you know, what are you doing? Like, it's already been done. But I get it. It's a, it's a, the homage, which I'll oh, find. Oh, yeah, out. absolutely. So my number four is uh, it's going to be called Haunt, or it is called Haunt. Mm. Uh, it's a 2019 American slasher film written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Stars Katie Stevens, Will Britton, Lauren McLean, Andrew Caldwell, Shazi Raja, and Shuler Helford. Hmm. Uh, the night turns desolate, deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some of their nightmares are actually real. Great practical effects. Uh, set on Halloween night, the film follows a group of friends who encountered an extremely haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. Now, I just watched this the other day, and really great movie, really good practical effects. The characters in the in the movie and the like the the killers in the movie, they're all like really really good. Like their faces and all that stuff are really yeah. good. The only thing I'll say about this is uh, it says it, the house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The only <laughs> are you familiar with this movie? Uh, I've seen it. It's been it's been you know I saw it when it came out, so it's been a couple of years. So um, the description I don't think is accurate. Yeah, it's not accurate at all because only one only one of the people. That happens to yeah. like the one girl is really afraid of, and I, I don't want to give too much away because these are all you know decent movies. But the the one girl is like you can tell she's a af- really afraid of spiders, mm-hmm. and the spiders like in that section of the of the horror of the haunted house really like start coming after her. But other than that, that's the only. Well, uh, you know, a lot of the times I find it funny. Because, um, you know, I get a lot of my movie descriptions from the IMDB, wherever the fuck it is. And a lot of them aren't accurate. They're just shitty, like, generic things. Like, I wish that was my job to write these fucking things for them. Like, what's this movie about? Uh, Some chick's afraid of spiders. And that's it. (laughs) And they just give me a big fucking check. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like fuck yeah I'll do this all day uh, uh, burnt dude haunts teenagers and he's a pedophile nailed it where's my check <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's not a good description um, the description for this movie I think would be uh, something like um, they're in the middle of nowhere. Kids in the middle of nowhere see a random haunted house, and they just their lives are completely fucking turned upside down. Yeah, yeah, that's a much better description than what they gave. Like, yeah. it was a really good movie, though. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that's that's a good movie. I like that one. Hmm. Pretty realistic too, you know, like the that shit. Like I, I don't know if you've known this about me over the the course of this podcast, but I like movies that could actually happen. Like the like the movie that you mentioned earlier about the 
you know, the, the beer run to Vietnam. Like that's a true yeah. story. Like I like shit like that. Like, like this could actually happen. Like there could be a crew of fucked up people that open a haunted house and, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm all over the place on that. Like, I love a, a real story, but I also like a completely fucking bullshit made up thing. I, yeah, I do too, but I lean more towards the the real. Like, this could mm. actually happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm all over the map. So. <laughs> So I'm going to go with number four. I'm going to go Trick or Treat from 1986. This once again hits the hour 38 minute mark. A bullied teen is devastated when his hero, the heavy metal icon Sammy Kerr, dies. And um, through the course of the movie, uh, he he gets... The, uh, the final album that the guy made from uh, a DJ who's played by Gene Simmons. Um, the main character is played by Mark Price, who played on fucking Family Ties. He played fucking, uh, whatever that fucking douchebag's name was, Skippy or whatever the fuck it was. But um, this is a, a classic tale of the metalhead who's been done wrong. And then a goddamn, his hero comes back from the dead and he's going to kill everybody. So on Halloween night, the motherfuckers coming to prom or whatever the fuck they're doing. I don't know what the hell they're doing on fucking Halloween at school, but you know, I love this movie mostly because I saw it the night it came out. I saw it in the theater. I was underage. I shouldn't even been in the theater. Me and my buddy went, they just let us in. That's Ohio for you, man. <laughs> like, uh, you guys are here to see a movie? Fuck yeah, it's rated R. Let's go. <laughs> in we go. They don't give a shit in Ohio. Well, this was also the 80s when people cared a lot less. <laughs> My kids could do this now. It's Ohio, man. <laughs> Ohio does not give a fuck. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, Tony Fields plays Sammy Kerr. He's amazing. Uh, Gene Simmons, Ozzy's in this is a fucking preacher. Uh, it's a it's a fun movie. If you're looking for great acting, go somewhere else. Go watch Gone with the Wind. If you want an entertaining horror movie that takes place on Halloween, this is a fucking great one. It's it's a it's a fucking heavy metal fucking Halloween movie. What more do you need? What do you need? What do you, what do you, what do you want, Casey? What more do you need? I don't need any more, and you're going to find out in my next pick, yeah. in my number three pick. All right, Hack o' Lantern. Oh fuck! I fucking love this movie, man. That's a great fucking, fucking movie. I love this movie, man, for for several reasons. Uh, one is my good friend Gregory Scott Cummins is in it. It's one of his first roles. He took the role only so he could have footage for his reel, for like his acting <laughs> reel. It stars uh, High High Pike, and uh, High Pike's only other known role, his only other like main known role is he was like the bartender in Blade Runner or something like that. Nice and. His his name is actually above the title in this movie. So like hmm. 
he went above and beyond. Like his acting is so fucking over the top in this movie. It's excellent. Great movie. And like another thing about that's great about this movie is it, it was made by Indians. Jag Mundra. Which kind? Uh, like from not Native American Indians, not indigenous people of our country, but actual like. I wanted to just see if you would say it. That's all. I, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, I think I believe that. You know, uh, you know what? I, yeah, you know what I was gonna say. I know. I know. Yeah. It's your Halloween costume this year. I know what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Mondra. He was. Uh, I believe he's. Uh, I don't want to. I'm not gonna say that I know where he's from. He was an Indian, not from our country. But he believed that he was making a Halloween movie. Like he thought that hmm. Halloween was Satan worship. That's what he well, thought. Well, it so. is. Right. So um, you mentioned. Uh, do you heavy not metal worship part. the? Do you not worship the devil on Halloween? No, that's what you do. That's ho- that's Halloween. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Like that's what we do, right? Yeah. Like I but, sold my hey, soul to the. I sold my soul to the devil years ago. Long didn't pan ago. out, but how do, you, how do you think we have a hit podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try resell my soul for the podcast. <laughs> like I know um, I sold it to you years ago, but uh, I kind of want to change the deal. This uh, all right. So the <laughs> this this description of this movie that that was written on IMDb is pretty accurate. A young man under the influence of his evil grandfather can only achieve manhood through a Halloween night murder. You find <laughs> out that High Pike is actually so Gregory Scott Cummins plays Tommy in this movie, and High Pike is his grandfather. But you find out through the movie that he's actually his father. That, like, there was a little. Uh, I watched this movie on Joe Bob, uh, The Last Drive In, and he always mm-hmm. does like the drive in totals before the movie. Mm-hmm. And one of the, he always does like uh, hatchet foo or, you know, microwave foo if like there's mm-hmm. an exploding head in a microwave. This one, there was incest foo. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Halloween party. Uh, hmm. during the movie, there's a stripper, there's a uh, snake charmer, stripper. there's a stripper, a snake charmer, and a stand up comic at this Halloween party. Uh, it cost $250,000 to make the movie, they shot it in 45 days. Uh, Jag Mundra actually fell into one of the open graves that they had and was in a yeah. coma, not in a coma, he was out for two months. Uh, and came back to the set in a wheelchair. So it would have actually taken less time uh, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt. And during the last drive-in show, Joe Bob Briggs said that uh, he heard it take that, it took them three days to film the stripper scene. One, because they liked the stripper so much. Mm-hmm. And two was that the cinem- cinematographer was full of cocaine. <laughs> wow. It just uh, it took them three days to shoot one scene uh, with a stripper. Well, sometimes that's what it takes. You know, sometimes you just need her to get a better angle. <laughs> I'm going to say that the stripper was also full of cocaine. 
Oh yeah, she was absolutely full of cocaine. Uh, that's what you know. I don't know if you know a lot about strippers, but they like drugs. Yeah, I. It's I a part do. of their. Of it's a part of their daddy issues, and their self loathing. That's why guys like me club. can. That's that's why guys like me can get strippers. I worked at a strip club, <laughs> and I sold drugs. <laughs> so I know a lot about both. Well, there you go. All right, so where are we at here, Casey? Number three, Ray. You're number three. All right, I'm going with my favorite movie in this franchise, which is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Great movie. Uh, Tom Atkins. This dude only just nails hot chicks in movies. That's what he does. And saves the day. Stacy Nelkin. Yes. So kids all over the country want these fucking masks from uh, Silver Shamrock. They're going to squeeze their heads, fuck them up. Tom Atkins is not going to let that happen. He saves the day. Well, kind of. But I, to this day, I will fight tooth and nail that this is the best movie in the Halloween franchise because it's the only one worth a fuck. All the rest are garbage, garbage movies. Some of our fans aren't going to be happy with what you just said. I don't give a shit, man. I don't give a fuck. Halloween is a blatant ripoff of Black Christmas. Every other movie. Just Tony. All the other movies are fucking trash. Michael Myers. Michael Myers is the worst fucking killer in the history of. Of fucking movies. The dude drives a car in the original movie. He went to the asylum when he was six. How the fuck does he drive a car? Get the fuck out of here. All right. So he does make an appearance, though, in number three. You know that, right? I don't care. I don't (laughs) give a flying fuck what he does. He can show up and do a fucking Irish jig. Fuck that guy. Michael Myers is the worst killer in all of fucking horror history. He sucks dick. I hate Michael Myers. Worst worst fucking killer in all of fucking history. Give me give me anybody else. Anybody else. They're better. Tell but us how um, you really feel. Yeah, well, in my opinion though, John Carpenter nailed it. This movie's perfection. He knew what he wanted to do. And these fucking idiots didn't see it. We would still be seeing uh, Halloween anthology movies to this fucking day. If the studio wasn't fucking stupid and were like, Friday the 13th and and fucking, you know, Freddy. uh, They're doing shit. What are you doing here? And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? Do your shit. Fine. You could have Michael Myers. Fuck it. But. This movie is perfection. If it was just called Season of the Witch, everyone would love this movie. But because it had that fucking Halloween 3 at the beginning, everyone's like, oh, what a fucking shitty movie. You're all wrong. This movie's perfection. Come Halloween time, you should be watching this every fucking year for two reasons. Silver Shamrock and and fucking Tom Atkins. 
Perfection. This might be Tom Atkins' best role. Tom Atkins is fucking awesome, man. I tell you, I met him at uh, one of the Comic-Cons. And, like, I've asked other actors about being on the show. And, like, I've asked um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, the guy Mm -hmm. from – he's famous for being very Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, sure, contact my agent, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Like, giving me the runaround, right? Yeah. Like, acting like he wants to do the show, but, like, you know, but he's pretending, not going to do But we show. both know he doesn't want to do it because he's a dick. Right. That's fine. I walked up to Tom Atkins, dude. I was <laughs> like, uh, hey, I, you know, I've really been trying to get a hold of you because, like, he has no contact info at all. Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, I really want to get you on the podcast. No. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you right now. He's in my top three. Like, I might hunt yeah. the motherfucker down. Like, I might go to his house. Well, he and lives threaten in Pittsburgh. Him. You're close. I might threaten him with violence. Like, I, <laughs> dude, Tom Atkins is in his <laughs> 80s. He will fuck you up, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think me and him could go toe to toe. And eventually he'll be like, like, and he'll be like, fuck it. I'll do the podcast. Just I don't stop know, punching Ray. me. I... He'll, he'll just go, stop punching me in the dick, you motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I bet Tom Atkins, it was briefly, <laughs> I'm going to say in his 80s, he would fucking give you a hard time. You give me a chance to talk to somebody and I guarantee you that I can convince them to come on this podcast. Guarantee it. I just got to get in the same room with them. I'm telling you. My number two. Oh, wait. Before we get into my number two. I have more to say about um, Halloween 3. Yeah. Uh, So I just recently, we talked about this all fair last week. Um, I went to see Joe Bob Briggs recently in Jacksonville. And uh, at the the mid part of the show, before he started the second movie, there was a Q&A. And uh, Diana Prince, Darcy the Male Girl on his show, is a huge, huge Halloween 3 fan. Mm -hmm. And she's been trying to get him to play that on Last Drive-In. And he hates the movie. He will not play the movie. And someone at the Q&A said, why do you hate Halloween 3 so much? And he fucking went off on a rant. And he was like, I'll start with this. He said, in the beginning of the movie, Tom Atkins goes into a gas station. At the at the towards the end of the movie, when they're running out of the building, Tom Atkins goes into that same gas station. He ran, so that means he ran 125 miles in less than two minutes <laughs> to that same gas station. So, like, he, I mean, he's a movie critic. He picks movies apart. You know what I mean? Uh, one of the other things is, was Stacey Nelkin a robot in that movie or something? Was she, like, a robot at the end of the movie? No. Because he said something about uh, him fucking a robot at the end of the movie or, like, or, because he fucked Stacey Nelkin in the beginning of the movie. Did she turn yeah. into a robot? No, she doesn't turn into a robot. He's just being an ass. <laughs> Look, he wants to come in and go toe-to-toe with me on why this movie's great. I'll fucking go toe-to-toe with him on why this is the best in the series. Look, I know why some people don't like it. That's fine. You be you. 
But you can't bag on this movie, man. This is perfection. Um, yeah, he wants to go toe to toe. I'll go toe to toe with this motherfucker on this one. <laughs> He's another one I've been trying to get. He's hard to get. He won't do video podcasts. Well, you know what? That's that's his. You know, old people are like that. I know. They're they're scared. I know. <laughs> they don't understand the technology. It's not that fucking hard to hit the link, man. Come on, come on. You want to fight about? You want to fight about Halloween three? Come the fuck on. Push the button. I'll My fight with you. Two. I'll fight with this motherfucker all day long about <laughs> Halloween three. Fuck it, bring it on. My number two. Yeah. For our series, is going to be May. Mm. The movie May is about a uh, young misfit, young misfit named May. She endured a difficult childhood because of her lazy eye and through contact lenses. Uh, although contact lenses helped May adjust to her young adult life, her deep-seated awkwardness remains a problem. Jeremy Sisto, he plays Adam in this movie, is a young man obsessed with fixing wrecked, wrecked cars, takes a shine mm-hmm. to May's oddball ways, but May's strangeness ultimately strangeness ultimately drives him away, leaving her an open, leaving her open to the advances of her co-worker Polly, played by Anna Ferris. Uh, and mm-hmm. when Polly dumps her too, May's emotional instability turns violent. 93-minute runtime. Uh, this was released in 2003, directed by Lucky McKay, who also did uh, – I want to get – I hope you're writing this stuff down, right? because I want to get into a deep dive <laughs> on these movies as well. Uh, he directed the movie called The Woman with mm-hmm. um, Pollyanna – can't remember her, her real name. Um, this had a budget of $1.7 million and only did uh, $634,000 at the box office. Yeah, that um, doesn't mean it's a bad movie, though. It just means no. everybody's fucking stupid. That's right. It means. Yeah, it just got bad. It got bad. Uh, it means the general public's know. too stupid to understand that this is a great movie. Yeah, this was a really good movie. In 2006, mm-hmm. the Chicago Film Critics Association named May the 61st scariest film of all time. Um, Bloody Disgusting ranked the film number 17 in their list of the top 20 horror films made of the decade. Uh, Albert Nowicki included the film on his list of best Halloween movies of all time for Amazon Prime movies. Hmm. This was a really good movie because like, I, I knew Anna Faris and I knew that Jeremy Sisto. I'm yeah. not sure what I know him from, but uh, this was a this was a good movie and practical effects, you know, all Let's that get stuff. Practical effects is what we're looking for. So, yeah. Yeah. Really good movie. I highly recommend this one. This was, uh, the girl, uh, Angela Betos. She also was, uh, in Carrie in 2002 mm-hmm. for May. She won the Brussels international festival award for best actress the Catalane International Film Festival Award for Best Actress, Fangoria's Chainsaw Award for Best Actress. She went on to play Belle Cleek mm-hmm. in the horror film The Woman and Mandy in 12-Hour Shift. Yeah, this one, this one, really, really good movie. Check it out. For horror movies, this was a good one. All right, for my number two, 
I'm going 2016. One hour, 22 minutes. Completely unrated. Terrifier. Art the fucking clown. This is fucking... You want a clown movie that's going to fuck you up? Terrifier is that movie. Art the clown is fucking amazing. You want a supernatural killer who is going to go above and beyond? This dude, he's your man. You want a you want a Halloween costume? Art the clown, he's your fucking man. Yeah. You want to show up to a birthday party in fucking June dressed as Art the clown? I'm all in. Like Art the Clown is fucking amazing. This is basically about some some chicks who end up in the wrong place at the wrong fucking time with a psychopath. Dudes in the bathroom shitting all over the place. I don't know uh what more you need. Killer clown. <laughs> That's all I need to say, man. Killer fucking clown. He makes, in my opinion, he makes Pennywise look like a bitch, in my opinion. Like, Art the Clown is a fucking psychopath who eats people's fucking faces. Like, what more do you need from a clown when he eats people's fucking faces? Yeah. I haven't seen this movie yet, but... Holy uh, shit, dude. Oh, well, man. we were talking about uh, we were talking about with Ron something on, with the live yeah. episode with Ron mm-hmm. from Barrel Age Flicks. We were mm-hmm. talking about something, and you guys were like, "You have to see this movie." Oh, absolutely! Um, when we had talked about doing this episode, we were thinking about maybe pushing it to 10, 10 movies each. We uh, were that gets to be a little much. One of my one of my other movies that's not on my top five list was uh, All Hallows Eve, which was oh, the absolutely. Original, that's where Art the, the Clown comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're uh, if you're on Instagram, a buddy of mine, um, Brent Brent Edget, he's he was in um, uh, Roseblood. He did a lot of the back behind the scene things in Roseblood, the Friday the Thirteenth uh, fan film. He also has a uh, an Instagram page, Gore Galler. And he he does an excellent, excellent art the clown. <laughs> Check his Instagram out. I'll post some pictures in the uh, in the video here if you're watching. My number one, Ray. Hmm. We're up to number one, right? Do you want me to do mine first, or do you want to do your first? You go first, because I know I know mine isn't on your list. Oh, I highly none of ours have been on the others list, so. For me, I'm going Idle Hands, 1999. It's a horror comedy. Devin Sawa, Seth Green, Jessica Alba, uh, Vivica Fox, Fred Willard, Tom DeLonge, Kyle Gass, The Offspring doing fucking Ramones cover. I love this movie. I cannot tell enough people about uh, Idle Hands. I love this fucking movie. It's so fucking good. It's one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, I've showed it to many, many people and they're like, I did not expect that. It's about a dude whose hand gets possessed and just kills his parents, kills his friends. 
This movie's amazing. I love this one. For me, I think this is the best movie to take place on Halloween. And I know most people are like, are you fucking insane? You didn't pick Halloween? No. Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no. Halloween's a trash movie. This movie is fucking deserving of number one. Because horror comedy deserves much more love than it gets. So, for me, Idle Hands, absolutely amazing. I don't know how you could pick anything else. But I'm guessing you probably picked something else, Casey. I did. What'd you pick? Mine is is not in the horror genre at all. Uh, Oh, no. Is it? it, All right. I'm going to try and guess. Is it Hocus Pocus? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but only the version that you can find on Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that movie or have you seen that meme going around? Yeah, that's funny as fuck. (laughs) I picked the wrong Hocus Pocus (laughs) movie. I don't uh, think this is no, the hocus I, pocus I wanted to download. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my movie, uh, not horror at all. When I was a kid, okay, mm-hmm. we we I lived up on a mountain in Temple, Pennsylvania, and we had a big giant satellite dish, and we mm-hmm. got like very few channels when I was a kid. Um oh, then we fuck. finally then we finally got HBO. Yeah. And I saw this movie Hollywood Nights, and I had Good never, movie. I had never realized that this movie took place on Halloween. And when I was a kid, I saw that movie, and I fucking loved that movie. And that's a good movie. I, I could never like I. Anyone who I ever talked to that saw that movie, they were like, "That's a great movie," but we can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did my, when I did my research for this episode, I, I realized that Hollywood nights took place on Halloween night. Hmm. And that's when I text you and I was like, does this, does this list have to be movies? Yeah. Oh no. And I I was trying to figure out where you were headed and I didn't, I didn't hit this one. And I'm like, God damn it. This movie, man. God damn it. Casey got me. He got me. Just watched it the other night. Again, it still holds up to this day. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we talked about earlier, it's one of those period pieces from the 60s. Um, this movie it was came out in 1980. Uh, one hour and 30 minute run. One hour and 31 minute run time. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, Tony Danza, Robert Wool, Fran Drescher, uh, Stuart Penkin, Gary Graham. Um, just an incredible cast of people. I, I yeah, took no notes great, for this movie at all. It's a fucking yeah, that's awesome a, that's movie. That's a man. great fucking movie. There's nothing huh. to do with uh, horror at all in it, but it takes well, place again, on though, Halloween night. It it only has to take place on Halloween night. That's all yeah. I specified. So that's so a good a group, one, man. There was a group of, uh, uh, there was a club called the Hollywood Nights. And they used to always hang out at this uh, drive-in, like a drive-in, not a movie theater, but like back in the day, drive-ins were like a like place where you could go get food and so, stuff. Um, and it was basically about this this la- this place, this drive-in. It was the last night of the drive-in, and it all takes place in one night on Halloween night. And uh, it's just great, man. It's fucking a lot of boobies, yeah. uh, a lot of fucking practical jokes <laughs> between like. 
you know, high school, college kids. Uh, and then there's like a side story of Tony Danza and Michelle Pfeiffer, like deciding what they're going to do. If I think like Vietnam's involved. Awesome movie, man. The music, the cars, everything. Really, really great movie. I'm glad I found this movie again. Yeah, that's a, a fantastic movie. Man, I can't believe I missed that one. Yeah, this was a really good one. Highly recommended. My number one uh, Halloween movie. Nice. Yeah, man. So let me go down the, uh, that's our list. That's our, uh, yeah. I guess we'll call it the top 10 list. Since uh, no, it's none the of ours five. crossed over. Top, no, it's top five. All right. Well, so we'll have to have a vote then, I guess, between like, because our top five lists didn't match not at a, all. Not a single movie matched up. But that's okay because, you know, Halloween and scary movies, everybody's got such a a wide variety of what they like. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, how the fuck you didn't put anything like uh, uh, Friday the 13th on there? Well, you know, they don't take place on Friday the 13th. Right. Let me get to this list. I get to the list. I I posted this uh, very question on a horror Facebook group. The number one movie that people voted for that took takes place on Halloween. You guessed it. The original Halloween from nineteen seventy eight got uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five votes. Uh, trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. I think the, with the, the, with an or or an R. Or. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, on that's the list. original, right? Well, uh, Trick or Treat is the one with uh, Mark Price. Trick or Treat is the one with Sammy, the little dude with the fucking bag on his head. Trick or Treat was the one from the 80s, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that got that was number two. That got uh, 40 votes. Yeah, those people are smart. Um, Night of the Demons. Oh, yeah. Night of the Demons, if we'd have went to 10, that was on my list. Night of the Demons was number three. Uh, mm-hmm. Halloween 3 was number four. Uh, and then there's a bunch that got uh, just one or two votes, and I'll just run through those quick. Tales mm-hmm. of Halloween, uh, Terrifier from 2016, which is a, a continuation of Art the uh, Terrifier. Uh, no, like that's said, the one that you said, right? That's my number two, yeah. Yeah, that's the one you said. Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, that's a good um, demonic, one. Demonic, demonic, wacko, <laughs> uh, the worst witch, Hellfest. Uh, oh, Hellfest is amazing. Hellfest. If uh, you want to go check out my other podcast, Ten Cent Bear Night Podcast, um, that is actually one of the movies that I listed as um, underappreciated horror movies. Hellfest is fucking amazing. Awesome. Yeah, it's on my list to uh, to check out. Uh, Halloween 2, House of a Thousand Corpses, Day of the Dead, Chud, number two. E.T. <laughs> E.T. E. takes place on Halloween. It does. Uh, dead Alive and Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Dead Alive? I don't know if that takes place on Halloween. I'm just telling you what the people voted for. <sighs> 
If Dead Alive took place on Halloween, that would probably have been number three for me. But I'm not sure that takes place on uh, Halloween. So I'd have to do some. I'd have to look back at that. I don't think Dead Alive takes place on Halloween. Let's see. It's not in the description, so I'm going to go ahead and say that. No, it did not uh, take place on Halloween. I'm pretty sure Dead Alive does not take place there. So, all right, Ray, that was the show, hey. man. Hey, that was fun, man. The top five movies that take place on Halloween. <laughs> Good list, man. Great episode. Yeah, uh, I, do we have anything I, I, else that we want to share? I can't believe we didn't pick a single movie the same. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. I was a little worried there around the <laughs> Art the Clown. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how are you not going to put Art the Clown in the top five? But that's all right. Your movies were good. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could have probably picked a little something better than uh, Flesh Eater. But the reason I no, picked no, Flesh no, Eater no. was because... Yeah, I, I understand why you pick Flesh Eater. Absolutely great choice because it's the the actor's iconic and it does play into you know horror uh, history. So I get that one. Right, and one of the actually remember I said two of the other movies that I picked on my list were uh, actually had Bill Hinsman on Damn. in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other movies that I didn't mention was part of my top ten list was uh, Tales of Halloween. Which yeah. they're also playing uh, Night of the Living Dead in the beginning mm. of that. It's which is ten short stories that revolve around ghosts, ghouls, monsters, the devil, aliens, and axe murderers who terrorize mm. a suburb on Halloween night. So if you want to check that yeah. out, check that one out as well. Ray, yes, sir. Any plugs? No, I don't do plugs. You know that. I know. Go check unless Ray out unless at- unless people want to review. The Deluxe Edition Podcast, because seriously, people, help us out, man. Just give us a review. Tell a friend. I don't give a fuck if it's your mailman. Just tell somebody about the fucking podcast. That's yeah, all definitely we Definitely tell your mailman. Definitely the mailman. mailman. The mailman's connected. That motherfucker talks yeah. to everybody. You know how so, I started listening to the Joey Diaz podcast? Because your mailman? My mailman told me. There you go. All right, <laughs> go check out the other uh, podcasts on the Deluxe Edition Network uh, at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Deluxe Edition Pod. All of our previous shows are over at deluxeedition.show. And if you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash deluxeeditionpod or buy some t-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net slash collection slash deluxe dash edition. And find Ray over at the Tencent Beer Night Podcast. He's got a great podcast that he does all by himself. Go check it out. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Tell a friend, tell your mailman, tell a wrestler. (laughs) Goodbye. See ya.